Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. What's up, everybody? You're listening to Come On Man, a 3% Man podcast. I'm your host, Paul Bauer, and I am on the road to being a 3% man just like you. If you are new to the show, this is a podcast for fellow students of Corey Wayne's book, How to Be a 3% Man, and for men who just want to be better in general. We talk about dating, gaining wealth, being happy, and using the law of attraction to get everything we want in life. This week's episode was really fun to record. 3% brother Jose Sphere joined me on a Zoom call from Erica Chile of all places. We talked about all sorts of things like his 3% path, the time I went aboard a Chilean Navy ship when I was in the U.S. Navy, to professional wrestling and MMA. It was fascinating getting his take on all these topics considering he comes from a completely different culture than mine. Yet, we still have so much in common. And we'll listen to that conversation right after this word from our sponsor. I'm not sure what you're doing tonight, but what I'm doing involves a bottle of Carvassier and a lady. Well, maybe not the Carvassier, but definitely a lady. If you're like me, you're tired of expensive, girly-smelling colognes from expensive department stores. You don't want to smell like a little bitch. You want to smell like a friggin' man. That's why I've partnered with Duke Cannon. Duke Cannon has a wide range of men's grooming products that actually smell manly as hell. My personal favorites are their Naval Supremacy Bar Soap and all of their awesome smelling colognes that women love. I have several of their colognes for different days of the week, but my Saturday night cologne is Grant because it gets the job done, if you know what I mean. Right now, if you visit duke.comeonmanpod.com, you get free shipping on orders over $25. Using duke.comeonmanpod.com tells them I sent you and you get free shipping. Win-win. Again, that's duke.comeonmanpod.com. Don't smell like a little bitch. Oh, le champion. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm, I'm sorry I'm so late. Oh, Jesus. You know, this, the time zone thing always screws yes. me up. It always screws Uh-oh. me up. You're not the first one, though. I've been like dealing with recently with prospect from pros, prospects from Colombia, especially, and the time zones. It has fucked me over. So, what's the time uh, zone difference? You're in Chile, right? Mm-hmm. What's the time zone well, difference between um, there and Colombia? In Colombia, um, it's uh, one hour uh, here. We have one hour more than there. Them. Okay. Yes. How long does it take you to get from Ch- from where you're at to where they are at in Colombia? I have no fucking idea. <laughs> Man, <laughs> to be honest. Long distance relationships yeah. are impossible. I think <laughs> <laughs> um, There's a guy um, there's a guy on the board um 
Jonathan, who pings me all the time. He's, mm -hmm. if he's listening, hey, Jonathan, shout out. Um, he, he's always pinging me about this gal in New Mexico, and he's in mm -hmm. Washington, D.C. That's like, that's like a four or five hour plane <laughs> ride, man. You know, like, what are you doing? Oh, my God. Four, four or five hours. Uh, I, I understand that uh, Washington, Washington is in the Atlantic coast. And New Mexico is like in the middle, in the Midwest, right? Correct. Yes. <laughs> oh, my it's, God. It's like, what are, you, what are you doing? You need to find someone closer, man. But, uh, yeah, I, I wasn't sure what the difference would was uh, between – I'm sorry. I'm just turning on a stopwatch no, here just so I don't worry. how much time we got. But, uh, yeah, I just wasn't sure, you know, how long it would take you to, to go on a date with a gal in Colombia. No, no, no. I wasn't dating. I oh. was checking for a prospect for uh, my business. Oh, you know? business. Okay. Yes, totally yes. Different. I was checking in business opportunity, uh, but eh, it didn't work. So, yeah, whatever. I thought you were talking about like a dating prospect. I was like, no, no, no. Well, I, I actually, well, I live in Arica, Arica, Chile. Okay. And this is a border city. Uh, my city is in the border with Peru. Okay. Okay. Got it. It's a really small city though. Is it a real small city? I'm in a small city. Well, I'm not even yeah. in, I'm in a small, like, village. <laughs> <laughs> what part like, of the states are you? I'm in Colorado, but I'm in a small cool. town called Eckert, and no one's ever heard of it. It's no. literally in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> Whoa. And you're like Brock Lesnar going to Saskatchewan. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, hey, um, so you're in Chile. One thing I wanted to show you um, – one time I was in the Navy. Let me show you on the screen here. People can't see oh. this. So yes, in, yes, yes. So yeah, uh, I, was in, I, I was in the Navy and in 2000, mm -hmm. uh, we were on this training exercise off of the coast of okay. Hawaii and it's called RIMPAC. And all these different country ships from all over the world. So like Japan, uh, Canada, Korea, all these, you know, in Chile, Mm -hmm. uh, they all send out these ships and we do these war games out in the ocean together. And, um, I put in a request with my command to go visit a different country ship. So they sent me to the Condell, which is a Chilean Navy ship. Mm -hmm. And, uh, man, that was crazy. Cause in, uh, in the United States Navy, we don't, we can't drink alcohol on board. It's, you know, forbidden, but you go to a Chilean ship <laughs> And they serve, they sell beer in the ship store, and I, and, and all the Chileans just got me fucking drunk. Like I was so messed up by the time I got back to my oh, ship. Oh, here the, the culture of people—they they drink a lot. So they even even the doctors here—they uh, recommend you to drink wine, you know, uh -huh. for the for the heart. Yeah. They, the doctors here—they tell you, hey, go drink wine. Hey, good for heart. Yeah. Well, the doctors say that here too, like one or two glasses uh, of wine is supposed to be good for your heart. But, uh, you know, Americans like to drink too. The problem no. is, the problem is that uh, we can't do it in a professional manner. So <laughs> I, like, if you go, like, uh, if you go over to a British ship or a Canadian ship, they all have like a, a bar on the ship, you know, for, okay. and that those guys will go and drink and, you know, sleep it off and go to work and do their job. Americans will go to work drunk. Oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I don't, well, at least American sailors will. 
but um, so uh, I have some questions for you. Um, I shoot, wrote out shoot, a shoot. I, I wrote out a bunch of questions that I wanted to ask guys that joined me for calls like this. Uh, uh, but but first, first, can I swear? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Oh, oh, fuck yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, uh, this is a freedom of speech podcast. We say whatever the fuck we want, uh, and we're all oh, fuck yes. <laughs> we're all we're all we're all grown men here. Okay, so the first question, what led you to first read How to Be a 3% Man? Um, well, uh, can I, well, first, I would love to introduce myself. Uh, my sure. name is Jose, uh, Jose Fair. I live in Chile, born and raised. Um, my first language is Spanish, so pardon if I have an accent. But uh, I don't give a shit about what you think. <laughs> so... <laughs> So yeah, I've been starting with the pickup com pickup community um, since like 2013, I I guess, because I have a I had a relationship that I broke up with my first girlfriend. So I read uh, mainly the books in Spanish, but then I have my well, I improved myself. You know, uh, I started working out, uh, doing martial arts, uh, especially BJJ that I love. I completely love. Uh, I, I'm just Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Yes, yeah. I'm waiting uh, for the lockdowns to be raised so I can train. Mm. How and, bad uh, are How bad are the lockdowns in Chile? Oh, uh, my city is in quarantine, so we can do anything. Shit, no shit. Some of the some of the bigger cities in America are still pretty well locked down but like in my in my town because it's such a small town and we've been relatively unaffected by the whole covid thing mm -hmm. we're pretty much wide open here oh it's nice <laughs> <sighs> so that means like no dating or anything or do you guys have to sneak around nothing fuck uh, but well uh, well whatever so I got, I, then I started my second relationship with a woman. I uh, was the, the, uh, was like passion from the first moment. You know, they say people, people say like, oh, love at the first sight. Fuck that. Uh -huh. It was sex at the, at the first day, you know? Okay. Yeah. You no. Know? Just... So it was perfect. It was perfect because it was like really passion between us, you know? Uh -huh. And I loved her and, and I loved that relationship but uh in the moment you know i i had to be responsible um, uh, because i started to become a weak man i didn't know at the time uh but i've been dealing with depression since 2012 so mm. my life is like a roller coaster you know sometimes i have a like oh i'm happy i, I can do whatever the fuck i want and then yeah. i don't want to get out of my bed you know mm -hmm. so i was doing two rough times by myself and then my girlfriend picked up on on it and she told me she was helping me but i didn't pick up the signal so the relationship was over so so and that was in 2014 no no that was in 2016 until oh. 2018 okay then last year uh was like a check-in youtube and uh, was the the ball guy, you know, CCW, oh. Coach Corey Wayne. Shout out to the coach. 
um, he told he was saying that you have to read the fucking book like 10 to 15 times. So and I said, what do I have to lose? Yeah. So I paid uh, Audible. I download the book and started applying the the shit that is in the book. Oh, it works. <laughs> I can say it works. But uh, my is, my I just uh, is the book of, uh, available in Spanish or did you have to listen no, to no. it? You had to in listen English. to it in English? in English. Okay. Was that I have was that difficult? No, no. I mean, okay. I'm just curious. Um, sometimes uh, some phrasal verbs that I had to look up, but I have no issue. So okay, so... you actually speak English really well. Just oh, thank you. So you know. <laughs> <laughs> so how many times have you read it so far? Then, like ten times. Oh my man, uh, I'm I'm still not there. I'm I'm on my eighth time. Mm -hmm. So when you pinged me and you said, Hey, I'm waiting for you. And I was like, Oh shit. I was, I was out, <laughs> I was out riding my bike, listening to the book. Oh. And, it, and but uh, you, you have it on, on paperback or I have it, no. I have it on both. So I, I listened to it uh, four times on audio. And then um, after the fourth time, I was like, you know what? I think if I buy the paperback and actually read it through at least once uh, on the paperback too, like I'll, I'll retain it better. So I, I read it once on paperback, uh, but then I've I've just got back to the, the audiobook since then. Mm -hmm. So I'm on my eighth time now. Okay, okay. But uh, well, um, to sum up, I've been reading for the the, um, the whole last year, you know, uh, the book. But uh, one of the things that I found particularly interesting about the the coach is that he says you have to be on your purpose and uh and especially then since you have you know that the algorithm of uh, youtube it it recommends you some videos some for similar channels so then i come up to this channel called alpha male alpha male strategies ams and uh he speaks similarly uh you have to be on your purpose but he <laughs> He speaks a lot of uh, his source even more than the coach. Mm -hmm. And um, that's it. Uh, right now, I've been focusing on my, my purpose. So I started my business. So I don't have time for even women playing games. Uh, and especially when I was reading the book, uh, going to, through the book, um, it, it was like, oh, that's this it's, uh, shit that has happened, hasn't happened to me in the past. Yeah. Uh, make, made a lot of sense, you know? Oh, absolutely. The, the first part of the book where he says, you know, he goes through all these things. Has this happened to you? Have you ever been in a relationship yes. and a chick says this? I, yes. every time I hear that, when I first start the audiobook again, I sit there and go, yep. Yep. That yep. has happened to me. Yes. yes. Like, it's like he's speaking directly to me. Yes. yes. <laughs> the same happened to me. And even though we're in different countries, you know, he says that women are the same. And yes, uh, he has he has a point, though. He, he does. He absolutely has a point. One thing uh, that I have found fascinating, and I think other people that listen to the podcast are going to find fascinating, is when we, mm -hmm. when I start having other guys on from other countries, getting their perspective of how dating works, like how the um, societal rules are in their oh. countries that's 
that's going to be fascinating to me because uh, yeah. I think I was talking to uh, one of the guys, uh, Kai, who I haven't seen on the page much uh, in the mm -hmm. last month or so, but he Where used he to be, I, I think he's from Sweden or something. Oh, okay. okay. And um, he and I were chatting quite a bit, but uh, I think, you know, I think he might've, you know, and no disrespect, I think he might've lost his center a little bit because he got really caught up with this bikini chick and, um, mm. You know, she broke his heart, I think. But he, he was saying that in, in where he's from, you don't date multiple women. Like, it's just super frowned upon. Like, it's, it's a one or nothing type thing. So the whole part in the book about dating multiple women, like, he just couldn't fathom that concept. Mm -hmm. You know, he had a real hard time with that because of the culture. But Well, this is, well, here, for example, uh, you know that the, like, the cancer culture, that had happened has happened in the states especially yes here it's been applying but not to the famous people but to the normal people you know oh. especially uh for example at the feminist feminist rallies you know uh they put if you do i don't know uh, some well some people have made uh, horrible things like rape you know yeah. and yes that's well those guys are a piece of shit. They are, <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but some, but even some women, they say, "Oh, this guy, uh, uh, he was dating uh, two women. Uh, uh, cancel him." Oh, I was like, oh, "Come on, man." So, oh, so if you're a, if you're dating multiple women and that gets out, then they'll say, "Don't don't support his business, and your no. your business will fail," huh? Yeah. Um, well, well, I don't give a shit about it. Uh, <laughs> whatever. So, but um. <laughs> Um, for example, one I was like scrolling through Facebook once, and um, you know here, uh, especially like like the states uh, here in Chile, especially uh, feminists really rampant. You know, um, mm. to me, I don't, I don't care because well, if they think about they think like that, feminism or whatever, they can. Mm -hmm. So whatever. Um, but uh, I was looking, I was, I saw this group of women. It says, uh, group to speak like a man, you know? Mm. Uh, and in Spanish, uh, this, uh, the word man was misspelled, you know, uh, intentionally. Oh. So to mock men, you know? And this, this chick especially was uh, telling, let's, let's talk about ghosting. You know what is, what is, you know what is that, you know? G ghosting, yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Where you just don't call a, a chick anymore. And yes. Text her back uh, and just, you just disappear. And, and women were telling their experience about being ghosted, you know. Uh, for example, some women, they say, oh, I was talking to this guy, you know, he was from, from another city, from another, another region. And we were speaking and suddenly he disappeared. And in my mind, I was like, so you couldn't reach out to him? Mm -hmm. You can't? <laughs> So you are, your majesty can't go, uh, take the phone, <laughs> uh, dial and say, hey, I haven't, I haven't heard from you. Where, where are you? How are you? Especially with now the pandemic, this, you, you have a lot of excuses, you know, to, to call a person, a person, you know. You have a shit ton of excuses to, to reach out to people. So why? Yeah, I used to, before being on the 3% path, I used to be an over texter mm -hmm. and uh yeah if i didn't hear from a like if i sent a text and i didn't hear from a chick in like 
hours sometimes, or even, you know, maybe it was like the next day I didn't hear from her. I would be like, what, what happened? Mm. You know, but now I don't do that. If I send a text out and she doesn't reply back, she doesn't fucking reply back and she's dead to me until she, <laughs> until she yes. replies back. Yes. Whoa. And, it, and therefore she's ghosted me at that point. So it's, it's like a play. It's like a play of tennis. Like the coach says, you know, yeah, yeah. it's like a play of tennis. So I send a message. She doesn't reply. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It, but, it, but this, but this, I, I was talking about this, this that happened, that happened to women. Yeah. Women, they text and, and no recall, no, no, no reply, you know? Mm -hmm. And they were like, oh no, this, this has happened to me. This has happened to me, you know? And, uh, some, some women, they say that they realized that the, the guy they were talking to, um, he was for, he had a relationship, you know, he was married, for example, but some women, they don't, they complain, but didn't do anything about it. So it was like, why 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 yeah so your majesty can leave the the pedestal <laughs> to to reach out to the guy you know to the True. peasant guy so yeah it, but it, i mean it goes it goes both ways you know like chicks ghost guys too they're not above that yes so i don't know i, I don't understand why chicks complain about that i look at ghosting like they did me a favor they told me who they mm. they are and all right fine you know, and, um, you know, the, the coach always talks about there's another bus every 15 minutes. And yes. I was, I was telling one of the other guys on the board, I look at it like Hydra from Marvel comics, you know, don't, no, you, no, 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 you don't know Hydra. Oh, wow. No. Ah, oh. Hydra. Ah, Hy the, the organization. Yeah. Yeah. Hi Hydra. Yeah. Hell Hydra. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, but it's like, like Hydra, which is, you know, uh, Greek mythology of uh, the monster that if you cut off its head, two more heads appear. Yes, yes, the way yes, yes. I look at it like when a chick drops out of the rotation, two more, <laughs> chi two more chicks are going to pop up, dude. It's, yes. You, you know, and if you have that mentality, it, it, you attract that mentality. The abundance that... mentality. Yes, yes. Yeah. I, I, I couldn't help but notice, uh, uh, um, this is really random. Sure. Your belts. My belts, yeah. Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but you're you're not a fan of uh wwe i i like wwe but uh over the last i don't know a couple of years their their writing is terrible and i just haven't really I, i've sort of lost interest in it and i've always been uh a big fan of like all the promotions so i'll watch yes. new, new japan i'll watch um lucha underground you know, uh, and I used to watch uh, Ring of Honor, so I was always mm. following. You know, the Young Bucks and and Cody Rhodes, and and, mm -hmm. and, uh, and so when they when they did uh, all all in a couple of years mm -hmm. ago, I was I was one of the first people to to buy into it, and okay. I, and I watched the pay per view, and it was just like, holy shit, this they're starting something amazing here. And then mm. AEW came out the next year, and I was like, fuck yeah. This is, this is going to be the greatest promotion of all time. And so far, even during the pandemic, their shows are so much better than WWE stuff. I, I can't even watch WWE right now during the pandemic because well, their shows are terrible, I think. I, I, I watch uh, every day uh, this channel called WrestleTalk. Okay. They're British, they British guys. Uh, and they say that they love AEW, but they say that their booking of uh, women, women's wrestling is terrible. 
I agree. I do agree. Uh, WWE's women's division is head and shoulders above it's better. It's AEW. Even better. Yeah. yeah. I miss, th- but I miss it, Ronda Rousey. Oh yeah, Ronda Rousey. She a was bad, awesome. She's a bad bitch, man. <laughs> yeah. I was, I, I, I was seeing her in UFC, for example. One, once I, I, I made in 2015. I, you know, I, I tell a lot of friends, hey, come to my place, you know. Um, we're going to watch uh, to a party, you know, and I'm going to put the uh, Ronda Rousey fight. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, 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 whatever. The last, <laughs> the fight was like 14 seconds. Yep, That's I, it. <laughs> I remember that, yeah. Yeah, she's got, she's a good grappler. And, uh, you know, her whole thing was putting chicks in an arm bar and making them tap out. But when she got a chick that uh, wouldn't go down, uh, she lost, oh, you know, what was that? Like Holly, Holly Holmes or something. I think beat her. Yes. Holly Holm and yeah. then Amanda Nunes, the Brazilian one. Yeah. Yeah. So but Amanda, Amanda, she's a beast though. Yeah. She's the beast. Yeah. She, uh, so I think Ronda Rousey, she's, I mean, she's an excellent grappler, yes. uh, but she needs to, she needs to learn a little, some, some, uh, you know, striking, some, some striking for sure. She yes. needs to, be a, have have a standing game you know the, her well, ground game's on point but her standing yes. game needs some work for sure so <laughs> we, we totally went off on a, on a tangent there this was really random yeah but that's fine that's fine it's good i like i like uh the format of the show okay especially having uh guys on because we can talk about whatever we talk about guy shit you know this is a yes. podcast for men so mm-hmm. talk about shit that men are interested in men like fighting you know, well, some no. men, some men do. You know. <laughs> well, I, I like watching fights. Yes. Especially USC, uh, but I don't follow the like every Saturday, but uh, every once in a while, and I like some fighters, especially like Jorge Masvidal. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Masvidal, <laughs> and uh, Latino. <laughs> yeah. And shout out to like uh, Miocic. I like him. Yeah, it's really good, and especially some fights. Uh, not not everyone. Yeah, but um, yeah, I occasionally like watching. Uh, I, I, like like you said, I don't follow it. I, I follow wrestling because that's like a weekly storyline, <laughs> you know. But uh, but yeah, there's a local promotion in Grand Junction, which is okay. about an hour from me, and uh, they they call it Golden Golden Fights or Golden. They call it Cage Wars by Golden Fights. Mm-hmm. It's like one of the local gyms here, and they have some great fights, and and it's really inexpensive to go, and it's super fun to watch live and watch guys just beat the shit out of each other. Whoa. It's like real, and then it's funny because everyone in the audience thinks all of a sudden that they're MMA fighters, right? And it's all just like a room full of testosterone and stuff, and <laughs> all the dudes are drinking, and they're all just like aggressive and shit. And, Kill him. But they want to see blood. But you just see guys with chips on their shoulders waiting for someone to knock it off so that they can have a fight themselves. And it's just like, (laughs) this is fucking hilarious, you know? It's it's funny to me because I I feel like if you're a really good fighter, you have nothing to prove, you know? Yes. And you know that most, most, especially like the, 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 the most famous fighters, Mm-hmm. Uh, they're like really nice guys uh, outside the cage, especially DC, Daniel Cormier, yeah. or Francis Ngano. Uh, they're like the nicest guys in the world outside the cage. Um, they say, oh, yes, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I, gr- I grew up uh, doing martial arts. Um, I, have a sec- I have a second degree black belt in karate, and it was, um, it was a mixed style 
before being having a mixed style was even a big deal. My uh, my sensei taught us a mix of aikido, uh, judo, um, and uh, taekwondo and karate, mm-hmm. and like all the katas we learned were all taekwondo katas. But uh, when we got to learn, uh, you know, like staff fighting, he taught us with a Joe staff, which is a little bit shorter than a bow staff, and we learned it uh, aikido style, which is not like your typical you know taekwondo style uh with bow staffs and stuff so that was that was fun and his whole philosophy he's the one that taught me like law of attraction before i even knew what the fuck it was okay. <laughs> uh but his whole philosophy after having been a kickboxer and <laughs> doing that professionally for a number of years God, did you fight i didn't uh he he did oh okay 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 um but his whole school was about uh, the karate is for self-defense. It's not for tournaments and fighting, which is so weird because he did that for a long time. But then I guess he had this realization that, you know, you shouldn't have anything to prove if you're like really good. There's, you know, and so he changed his whole philosophy on it and was all just, you know, taught us that karate is for self-defense only. So we never went around like looking for fights and, but if, you know, if someone wanted to, start some static yeah <laughs> you would end it you but, end but it did, quick. did you have sparring in your gym yep yeah absolutely with your partners yes we had uh we we would pad up those were the those were the most fun nights you know i love sparring okay. so much fun but do you have sparring uh, regularly or every once in a while we would do it almost every night yeah okay okay, okay. yeah we would class would be about a, you know an hour long or so and we would go through you know, katas, we'd go through, um, I can't remember what we, we called them, but we had these, you know, basics and stuff like that. And then, you know, we would go through it, like go get on pads and, and spar and stuff like that. And when I was a kid, little kid, he did this thing called poison sparring where mm-hmm. he's like, you have to pretend that your, your hands are um, dipped in this poison that if you touch someone, they're dead. Okay. So, so like you they really, to... yeah, you Look. have to, yeah, you have to really like, it really makes you mentally go, oh, I don't want to die, you know, like, so, <laughs> so you're like, I don't want to be touched. And if you get touched, kill, and, kill or be killed. Yeah. So if you, um, if you're poison sparring, you basically could fight anybody in the, in the uh, dojo at the, t- at the time. So you start off with like a partner and as soon as you, you kill that person, then you go and fight someone else. So then you just go up and like hit someone from behind and like sucker punch them and kill them. And then oh. you're fighting their partner. And the goal is to have two people left in the dojo. And oh. so then you're, you're not only fighting your opponent, you're fighting, you're like looking over your shoulder for people trying to attack you. It was um, mm-hmm. fun exercise. Super fun <laughs> Sounds amazing. It's a good. It's good for a bar fight, you know, because <laughs> oh, you yes, don't know who, who. I can imagine. You don't know who's going to come from left field with a sucker punch. So you got to like have your head <laughs> on a swivel and keep your eye on your opponent. And oh, it was that was real fun. I used I, I sort of missed that sort of thing. Whoa. Um. Okay, getting back to three percent man stuff. <laughs> I I wanted to ask you. Um, yes. Ask me. Shoot, 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 your, cowboy. Your last, your last read through the book. What was your last like aha moment that you got out of the book? Um, 
I can't recall right now um, because, well, uh, I think the last time I was checking through, through the book, it was like January. Okay. I'm, I'm not like uh, right now. I haven't checked right now to through the book because uh, check because, uh, well, the pandemic, you know, uh, the dating game has a little uh, tremble a little. Sure. But uh, you have to adapt, you know. So I haven't recalled right now, uh, um, like uh, the last one, but I ha I've had a lot. Uh, well, the first time I applied the the things. Oh, my dog. <laughs> <laughs> What's your dog's uh, name? Uh, Milu. Oh, she's, Milu. Okay. She's seven. Okay. I have my dog. <laughs> my dog Sadie sitting here next to me. <laughs> she's a black lab mix. Black lab. Okay. <laughs> okay, my, so my, my my one is a it's a beagle. Oh yeah, yeah okay yeah mine she has to be in the room with me no matter where I'm at so <laughs> she's she's here right now. So okay so uh, you haven't you haven't read it since uh, January 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 or February right now I I can recall right now. Okay all right the 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 last one that I had that I I think I I mentioned in a video on the page recently. That when we go through the book, you know, sometimes you're listening to it and a concept will hit and you'll start thinking about it or you'll think about yes. something else and you'll kind of go mm -hmm. off on this tangent. Well, like Corey's down here still reading, you're, you're hearing it, but you're not really listening to it. And then you come back down to it. So you miss all these things. The last one that um, I heard this morning, I was showering listening to it and he was talking about... Uh, you know, at the end of the night, at the end of your first date, you go for a kiss and you try to kiss her on the lips and stuff. And, and it's funny because I came to that aha moment last year before I even read the book, you know, and I've told the story on the board uh, many times, but I went out with this chick and she, uh, I, I, I didn't, I was looking for like a written invitation to go in for a kiss and I just wasn't seeing it. So I gave her a hug and went home and she texted me saying she was disappointed that I, didn't try to kiss her. And I was like, I was like, what the fuck? You know? <laughs> so at that moment I was like, you know what? Yes, fuck it. I don't, I'm not going to wait for an invitation. I'm always going to go for the kiss, but that's basically what he says in the book. Like go for the kiss. Cause then you'll know if she likes you or not. Cause yes. if she likes you, she'll, she'll kiss you back. And if she gives yes. you the cheek, well, then it's, uh, it. it's low interest. It. See ya. Yeah. It's well, uh, one of the things that that, that you have to uh, that especially the ones in, in this group they have to understand in the, is that low interesting, low low. Um, I'm sorry, low interesting. Yes. But I'm sorry, low interest. That's it. <laughs> you got it. You got uh, it. <laughs> yeah. Low interested. Not <laughs> my tongue gets a little tired. Not interested uh, low, or low interest. No, low interest. Yes. It it doesn't mean no interesting. You know? Okay. They have it's low, but you can raise it. Mm. But you have to you have to realize if it's it's worth the hassle. You know? But uh, you have uh, like like AMS, this YouTuber says uh, you have to, for example, if a woman has low interest in you, uh, you you can raise it via your charisma. You know your charm. Mm -hmm. But. Um, Sometimes it's not worth the hassle. So, got it. For example, yeah. I, I was dating last year. You know, um, well, not dating. Well, we have uh, like two or two or three dates, maybe. I don't, I don't remember. 
with this chick uh, with this chick um i was in a seminary at the at the university i live really close to the university so i was like uh, doing uh, an ig story you know uh, whatever mm -hmm. and this chick uh, replies and he she says what are you doing here um I am doing this, yeah, seminary, you know, whatever, business, whatever. And she says, oh, oh, that's amazing. And I said, hey, come to see me because she lives, she lives, uh, yes, she lives closer. And, and, I, and I had to leave and she replied, she said, ah, we cool then, whatever, yada, yada, yada. And I told her, hey, come tonight <laughs> to my place, you know, uh -huh. and she came. My man, my man. <laughs> but uh, uh, I was like, like you, you know. Um, I was like a little, like uh, with the 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 break. I was like uh, uh, advancing, but with the break. Uh -huh. you know, I was like, uh, you know, I have like this obstacle by myself. And she talked. She talked a lot, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, then she told me, right, I have to leave, whatever. Okay, I. Where I was, uh, I joined her. Um, we walked to to her place, whatever. And as soon as I watch my, my I see my phone. She says, uh, "I'm sorry if I talk too much." <laughs> so I say, "Hey, when are you free to get together?" And every time she replied, uh, "When are you free to get together?" Whatever we had a. Uh, uh, you know, a date, but sometimes then I apply the the principle that says uh, projected twice, yeah. walk away. Yep. So she rejected me twice, uh, consecutive, so I said, whatever. Yeah. She kept replying to my stories. Mm. Hey, nice to see you, whatever. Take care. And a lot, a lot, a lot. And I told her, even, even once, and I, I told her, honey, uh, um, I'm busy right now. So if if what you're going to say is like is is similar to hey, I would love to meet you, please don't talk to me anymore. And she she took it really bad. So uh, yeah, well, I mean, the book says two times, and then you do the takeaway. Like, okay, well, if you can't make definite plans with me, then perhaps we should do it some other time. Yes, yes, and then no, and then. I and then you don't say anything, but I, he also I, I says textbook. Yeah. Yeah. But he says, if you know, if you don't hear from them for like months or whatever, and then they reach out to you, like they have to come over to your place. Well, he, he says, uh, just act indifferent about it and then just use it as an opportunity to try to set another yes, definite date. You know? She was like reacting and replying like two or three, two or three times. Just super, week. super, well, she was replying a lot, but she yes. didn't didn't want to meet up. So she's looking for a pen pal, maybe. I don't know. Uh, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, who gives a shit? Yeah, um, <laughs> that's it. But but as as the coach says, uh, the taste your taste for women changes with time. You know, true. He does say that. And for example, in the summer, well, here in January is the summer. Uh huh. For you is the winter. But yes. I met. Um, a chick that blew my mind, you know, she was uh, really smart. She was uh, professional, mm -hmm. independent, you know, she was like, uh, talking to her was really interesting and she was gorgeous. But uh, 
I've been dealing with the pattern. This is personally, I, I take uh, responsibility of, of uh, getting fixated with uh, women who are not available or at least not available to me. Mm. You know, emotionally available. That's what, what I'm talking about. Yeah. So, for example, so I dated with her, you know, uh, she tested me a lot, a lot, you know, especially she was telling me, you're a player. You're a player. Mm-hmm. You're a player. You're a player. You have a, 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 a huge ego, you know. So she told me that I was cocky. I was arrogant. And that's that's not a secret, though. <laughs> that's it. That's not a secret. I would uh, say, I would say, well, I'm glad you noticed. <laughs> no, yes, that's it. And I told her, I don't give a shit about what you think. Yeah. Yeah. And I told, literally, I think I told her that in English. <laughs> my man yeah so so she told me you're a player you're a player you're a player and i told her you can think whatever the fuck you want you know <laughs> and then she told me uh what are your intentions i want to get to know you uh-huh again what are your intentions i want to get to know you <laughs> what are your intentions i want to get to know you when I went for the kiss, she told me, uh, I'm going to make you suffer. Okay. <laughs> okay. But eventually she, when, when, when we kissed, yeah. she changed a yeah. lot. And like, it's like one, one, uh, a 180, 180 tour. Yeah. She was like, oh, la, 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 like a fighting girl okay. to literally a cat. Yeah. That's you know, how... you know, she she was like, uh, like really submissive. You know, the, the attitude was different. But uh, well, unfortunately, uh, unfortunately, I couldn't date her, date her again mm-hmm. because well, it didn't work. Uh, I would love to meet her. I but this shit works. But it it uh, as the coach says, uh, it's like a motherfucker. You know, because she blew my mind. You know, mm-hmm. and I and I and I was like. If I if if things if shit doesn't work with with her, I want more women like her. You know, like yeah. independent. You know, uh, uh, gorgeous, uh, beautiful. You know, um, uh, smart. You know, and especially I've been like really into recently uh, with uh, older women. I'm 27 oh. right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Going after those cougars. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Not that older, okay. but um, especially old and professional women, you know, like because I'm right now I don't have time for 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 women who want want all day my attention because I'm focusing on my business, you know, yeah. my purpose and my mission. So especially this this chick, you know, uh, that I met in the summer summer here. Yeah. Uh, well, I reached out to to her uh, like for months. Uh, that was my my mistake, but I talked on the phone, you know, because she told me she moved to this to another city, okay, uh, and then she reached out to me mm-hmm. uh, twice uh, via Instagram, okay. Hey, when are you free for a video call? Yeah, nothing happened. Really? Uh, yes, uh, that's it. Uh, it's part of the game. Sometimes you win, sometimes you learn. Yeah, there you go. Hey, um, so we're at about 
30 plus minutes here. So let me just ask you one more question and we'll wrap it up. Yes, sure, sure, sure. What does being a 3% man mean to you? Uh, well, to me? Yes. Um, well, some people on the group that might be listening to this podcast, they might, they might be into the red pill uh, community or way of thinking. Sure. There's, a, there's some that, serious red pill motherfuckers on the page. Yes. <laughs> uh, I agree with some things, but mm -hmm. I disagree with other things. But as I say with this uh, AMS uh, channel, I, I recommend you a lot, uh, Alpha Male Strategies. Okay. This guy, he, sa he says, I enjoy a company of women. And being a, a 3% man for me is having a healthy relationship with women, you know? It's being with a woman that digs you, that loves you, and having a healthy relationship, you know? Yeah. And I mean with healthy that, that she respects your boundaries, you know? She respects you as a man, you know? As the, as a, as, and, and she, she uh, makes it easy, you mm -hmm. know, for me. And she sees you as, as a man who, who, who she can uh, rely, but... That doesn't mean that you have to, to get comfortable as a man. Yeah. You have to work on yourself always, 100% of the time. You have to work so much in your life that your woman have, has to complain that, that you, have, you don't have enough time to her. That's the best complaint you, have, you, you can hear from a woman. Yeah. You don't have time for me. You don't have time for me. That's the best complaint. But you have to compromise sometimes. When if you want a relationship, you have to compromise. Got it. On some things. Sure. I. Okay. I think that's a good answer. <laughs> of course, it's a good answer. It's my answer. It's yeah. the good one. It's the le, perfect one. Le champion. <laughs> le champion. <laughs> By I the will. way, I do I do speak a little French. Oh, do you? <laughs> yes, a little, a little. Okay. I have to practice though. I can count to like twenty in French. That's yes. my limit. Yeah, and I can say cheese, maybe. I can, you know. Well, if you, if, you, if you know if you know twenty, then you can say uh, eighty. That is quatre vingt. Okay. It's like four and twenty, and then ninety is quatre vingt dix. I used to know all this. I learned this stuff in junior high, uh, and it just went out. But but you're from Colorado, Colorado, Colorado. Yes, Colorado. It's the same place uh, as this this wrestler Bobby Lashley. It's from yeah. the same states. My man, Bobby Lashley. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, you know, uh, it's funny. Well, I'll just say this and then we'll, we'll, we'll wrap up. I'm, I'm serious this time. Yes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he used to wrestle in impact wrestling and uh, used to be formerly known as TNA, but he's from Denver and he would post on Instagram him uh, doing exercises at Red Rocks Amphitheater, which I graduated high school from that amphitheater. And mm -hmm. so I'd see him like running up and I was like, fuck yeah, world champion running up that stairs right there. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So, all and right. Well, he, and he makes, he makes it look really easy. Yes, he does. Yeah. That, that dude's a beast, an absolute beast. All right, Jose, thanks for joining me. And uh, hopefully, uh, some guys got some really good stuff from this episode. Oh, thank you. Uh, well, I want to thank you, uh, Paul, because uh, for the initiative, you know, uh, not every man can, can do a podcast about this 
And uh, well, this is especially for men who are going through this 3% path, path. but um, sometimes in, sometime in the future, maybe it can work to everyone in, in a relationship, you know? And, and working on yourself, this is the best advice that I can get. Uh, be on your purpose, focus on yourself, work out, you know? And even though you're in a relationship, always, Always work on yourself. Don't get complacent. I couldn't agree, agree more. Absolutely. <laughs> That's, those are great parting words. <laughs> thank you. I really want to thank Jose for joining me for this recording. He mentioned a few times in that conversation AMS or Alpha Male Strategies on YouTube. I went ahead and added a link to the Alpha Male Strategies YouTube channel in the show notes so you can check it out. But... Until next time. Thank you for listening to Come On Man. If you're new to the podcast, I highly recommend reading How to Be a 3% Man by Corey Wayne at least 10 to 15 times. I recommend you watch his coaching videos on YouTube, and I recommend that you engage with other 3% men in our 3% Man Facebook group. Links to all of these are in the show notes. If you like this episode, please give us a good rating on your podcast platform of choice and share with all of your bros. Now go out and get it.